Doctor, stay with that ignorance. Keep talking that nonsense. They ask some questions like, who is he? I am conscience. This the ugly sofa in the basement music. Welcome back to the Ugly Sofa in the Basement podcast. I am your host, Chase the Conscience. Today, we're going to be speaking about procrastination, determination, and isolation. Let's talk. Man, I should start a podcast. No, I can wait. Not sure. I'll do it tomorrow. In time. I'll do it next week. Later. I'll do it next year. Never. I'll wait till I'm 30. Whenever. No, it's too soon. Another day. Uh, I don't know. Not yet. Maybe. Someday. I'll wait for my friends. My friends aren't doing Uh, it. I don't think I can. Hmm. Hmm. It can be later. Uh, Never. I I don't know yet. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll wait till I'm 30. Maybe next month. I'll do it next week. No, it's too soon. I'll do it next year. Uh, I don't know. I'll wait till I'm 30. Not sure. Maybe. No, it's too soon. I wait till I'm 30. Uh, I don't know. Later. No, it's too soon. Maybe. Never. Uh, Stop. Don't procrastinate. This has been a public service announcement by The Ugly Sofa in the Basement Podcast. Everyone puts things off from time to time, but procrastinators are always trying to avoid a difficult task. They delay at home, at work, and in their relationships. And that impacts the quality of their performances and overall well-being. Overcoming procrastination begins with realizing that you're even doing it. It's a very common problem. Look deeper at what's causing it. When you understand the reason behind your behavior, you can find the right strategy to manage and overcome. Just like everyone has different strengths, everyone has different reasons for putting things off. And even those that are living a successful life, they even struggle with procrastination. So does procrastination get in the way of you guys reaching your full potential? Stop making excuses and take control with a few strategies. Let's start off with what is procrastination. It's a habit of avoiding urgent tasks despite the negative consequences. And when people do it, they often delay priorities and instead focus on less important, more enjoyable, and simpler tasks instead. People believe that it's being lazy, but it's more than just laziness or poor time management. When it comes to procrastination, telling somebody to just do it, it really doesn't work. That's kind of like telling someone with depression to cheer up. So stop feeling bad about your tendency to put things off. It's a deeper problem, but it's something that you guys can definitely work on and overcome. Sometimes people would rather avoid a task altogether than risk the humiliation of getting it wrong or making mistakes. And when people procrastinate, they know they should work on certain tasks, but they actively choose to do something else. And that's different than laziness. Because when you're lazy, that's inactivity and the unwillingness to act on things. So why do you procrastinate so much? People do it for different reasons. Sometimes it results from them having too much pressure from family, because maybe they grew up in a house where there was a lot, a lot of, you know, that hard, 
high expectation lifestyle. And that can make people have fear or, you know, have a fear of failure. Some people might not be doing it because it's an act of rebellion. Like, no, you can't make me do that right now, etc. Although, everyone can occasionally procrastinate, chronic procrastination is a different problem. And according to research, as many as 20% of Americans may be chronic procrastinators. That can make you go blind, guys. I did say procrastinators, right? So when we resist doing something, there is a good reason, even if it isn't logical or beneficial. Some of the most common reasons for it include perfectionism, fear of failure, fear of criticism, avoidance, low self-esteem, depression, a tendency to self-defeat, trouble focusing, ADHD, waiting until the last minute, resisting challenges, decision fatigue, difficulty defining goals, a disconnect with the future self, and a lack of energy. Procrastination prevents you from reaching your full potential in your relationships, career, and more. It messes up your teamwork, decreases self-esteem, and even leads to depression and job loss. On top of that, people avoid important things like going to the doctor or exercising regularly. There are seven causes of procrastination and solutions to stop putting things off. You can develop solutions and strategies to overcome procrastination. So let's talk about some of the most common issues at the heart of chronic procrastination so you guys can create the life you want. Number one, perfectionism. So perfectionism, it may seem like it's a desirable characteristic trait because perfectionists, they strive for high standards and they want to be the best at everything. But perfection is impossible to achieve. And when you set unrealistic expectations, as a result, you develop a fear for failure and you wind up putting things off because you feel they won't do something well enough or do it right. You wait until that right moment, that perfect time when you can't fail and that right moment never happens. You ever find yourself wasting time on social media, playing video games or watching TV, even when you're late on doing something important? They say that the average person spends at least two hours or more on social media every single day. That is a huge problem, huge problem. Stressful tasks like finishing a large work project, preparing your taxes, or even studying for a final exam cause feelings like fear or stress. Dragging your feet to do something and focusing on low priority tasks is a form of unconscious avoidance. Procrastinators tend to prefer pleasure over progress. They put off important tasks by doing something else that feels more productive, easier, and enjoyable. They have a disconnect with the future self and don't seek rewards that seem far in the future. When faced with difficult emotions, someone may engage in self-destructive patterns that feel good at the time, like drinking too much alcohol, instead of working through problems and feeling painful emotions, which leads to healing. And I know all about that. So for many, procrastination results as a defense mechanism in the form of avoidance. It acts as a coping mechanism to protect yourself from unpleasant feelings like guilt or anxiety. You become 
demotivated and delusional, or in extreme cases develop depression. Like other types of defense mechanisms, procrastination happens in the unconscious mind, so you may not even realize that you do it. You have to figure out what causes procrastination before you can start changing those habits. For example, do you avoid a certain task because you find it boring or unpleasant? If so, focus and get it out of the way quickly, then take a break or move on to tasks that you find more enjoyable. You can also take on the hardest task at your peak times. Figure out when you're most effective, whether you're at peak energy during the morning or the afternoon, and do the task that you find most difficult at these times. If you notice that you avoid tasks because you feel like you don't have the skills to do them, get help or find a workaround. Letting go of some hated task, you would not only stop feeling guilty, but the necessary work will get done. These are key leadership characteristics and problem solving. You know, I found myself being that person that always, you know, had trouble doing certain things. So I would always um, choose to do the hardest questions first and then do the easier, more enjoyable ones because they were easier and more fun. I feel like that really works. So take that in mind when you guys um, are procrastinating. Another procrastination cause is low self-esteem. Research shows that people who procrastinate suffer from lower well-being and higher levels of stress and anxiety, which can reduce high self-esteem and lead to depression. People who often delay tasks engage in negative thought patterns about themselves and others more compared to non-procrastinators. They may think things like, what if I have the problem all wrong? What if I make a mistake? Or what if I'm not good enough? For people with low self-esteem, their minds are constantly wrestling with these limited thinking patterns like John Cena. <laughs> what causes procrastination for them is believing their negative self-talk. Being too hard on yourself gets in the way of motivation and leads to patterns of procrastination. You have to build confidence. You have to. Many of us have struggled with self-esteem at some point, but building confidence in yourself is a lifelong process that can be done. To overcome this, start by looking at the causes. Do you have a past trauma that you need to heal from in order to find yourself worth? If so, consider speaking with a therapist who can help understand the causes for distress and low self-esteem. Non-procrastinators tend to have a strong sense of personal identity and higher levels of self-esteem. That means they are less concerned with what people think about them. Procrastinators, on the other hand, they put on a strong emphasis of external validation so basically, they're worrying about what other people think and say. They find value in themselves from approval from other people, their peers, co-workers, etc. And they avoid doing something out of fear of criticism. So surrounding yourself with positive people can also help you stay motivated and avoid that negative loop of having low self-esteem. So I used to have a real big issue with self-esteem, I'm not gonna lie. I used to look for validation from my friends or so-called friends and, you know, or whoever I was with romantically or my family. And one day I started to realize that it was a big problem and it was affecting my, my thought process. So I decided to make a change and I started to have a higher self-esteem. And at one point it became a little overly done where I had too much confidence, but it was better than having low self-esteem where I was afraid to do everything. Um, I was afraid to make music and put out music because I didn't want people to think it was whack or, you know, 
it didn't sound good or I didn't want to even do things like this and make podcasts or my artwork and things like that. But I realized that it was because I had self-esteem issue and I finally decided to say, you know, whatever, put things out because it made me feel good. And I found a way to curb that low self-esteem and curb, you know, that procrastination. So now I feel a lot better. Um, if I can do it, I know a lot of you guys can do it. It's not hard. It may be challenging, but it's not hard and it's always possible to do it. You have to also stop waiting until the last minute. Procrastinators always say that they put off tasks because they perform better under pressure. They make a habit of waiting until the last minute to get that rush feeling of completing tasks when due, even when they only have a little time left. However, this rarely works out as planned. People who have the I'll get around to it mentality don't give themselves enough time to do something, let alone do something well. Putting off work until the last minute leads to unnecessary errors that messes up the quality of their work. A procrastinator usually has a poor understanding of how long the task will take. They fool themselves to forget about the task, hoping it will go away, or they make up excuses that they will perform better under pressure and put off the task until the last minute. One of the ways you can stop doing that is set a timer. What you wanna do is set the timer for 25 to 60 minutes. Concentrate on the task until the timer goes off. Once the timer goes off, write down a check mark on a piece of paper. Take a short five minute break and then go back to repeat that process over. After four check marks, take a longer break maybe even 30 minutes. Repeat that until you complete your task. So by following this technique, you develop the ability to focus during a shorter time increment. Plus, you make a larger task feel less overwhelming. Over time, dedicating those smaller amounts of time to a task will lead to big, big results. You also benefit because basically you're biohacking your brain. Each time you put down that check mark and complete a task, your brain releases the dopamine neurotransmitter. You guys know that as the feel good chemical. Yeah, girl. I see. Um, yeah, let's keep going. Let's keep going. With each hit of dopamine, you're actually training your brain to become more productive. So if you guys remember on, I believe, episode two, I talked about how the social media addiction, your brain gets tricked into, you know, feeling good and having that dopamine hit you. And you use that social media reactions, likes, comments, and your brain's like, okay, this feels good. And it tricks you into believing that you need those, you know, social media likes and reactions, comments and things to feel good. So basically you're doing the same thing, but you're doing it in a positive way this time. So when you write those check marks, your brain is saying, yes, I'm accomplishing something. I'm feeling good. This makes me feel great. I'm being rewarded because I can take a break now. And you trick your brain into believing that you have to do this. There's nothing wrong with doing that. It's a positive trick. So you will stop procrastinating because your mind will automatically by then, you know, in time will be like, OK, I know I have this task and this task to do. So if I do it the way I've been doing it, I know that I'll be able to get it done because I won't procrastinate playing around because I know when I write my check marks, 
I know that I'll feel rewarded and I'll feel like I got something accomplished. And then you won't even have that feeling of, oh, I'll do it later tomorrow or, you know, I'll get to it when the time comes. You'll want to get it done right away because your brain is going to be like, oh, I want that feel good feeling again. It doesn't have to be five to 60 minutes. You guys can do whatever time limit you want. Just start with doing something like that until you don't even have to do it like that after a while because your brain will be tricked into automatically wanting to get things done. And then pretty soon you can take out, you know, the time limit and things like that because you'll automatically have that repetition of wanting to do things as soon as you, you know, get them in your hand or as soon as something um, comes around that you're supposed to get done, you start doing it right away. Uh, that's something that I've struggled with for years. I, uh, whether it's school or things in life in general, I was always putting things off and I had to trick my own brain into um, doing something similar to that so I could start doing things because I wanted to make rewards and you know I wanted to feel good afterwards. So I, I came up with things that I could do where if I was working on something in school, when I was in school, it was like, okay, I'll do this for a couple of minutes and then you know, I'll get a snack and drink some soda or something like that. I'll watch five minutes of my favorite television show or put on my video game for a couple minutes and take a break. And then I jump back into it and then continue to do that. And then after a while, I wasn't even worried about doing any of that extra stuff in between. I was just getting things done because I knew I was able to do it. And I built that self-esteem back up and I stopped procrastinating about things. So once again, I know that you guys can do it because I did it myself. I'm living walking proof that you can stop being a procrastinator and you can start doing things right away. So there's definitely many more reasons for procrastination and there's ways to get rid of procrastination. But unfortunately, we have to move forward to the next topic, which is determination. Winners never quit and quitters never win. You've heard that before, right? And even though it may sound cliche and it's been used a lot, it doesn't mean it's not true. Whether you guys call it determination, grit, or old-fashioned hard work, the will to keep going is definitely a vital component of success. You know, they say research suggests that having determination is more important than being smart because your intelligence and, you know, some of your talent is sometimes inherited and determination is something you have to build. So what does that mean? Determination is transformative, so your talents may create the opportunities, but you have to put in real hard work to make those opportunities a reality. Hard work is so important that even when you have talent, you still have to use determination to transform what you do have into success. Determination keeps you moving forward. It's about staying focused on a goal, and as long as you have a goal, you can create paths to that goal moving even closer to the success you want. Determination overcomes failure as well. So what happens if you run into obstacles on the path to your goal? Push right through them, or you can even make a new path. See, that's the thing about determination. It keeps you going regardless of what's put in front of you. And with determination, failure, just a diversion, you guys. It's definitely not your end. So if you're worried that you don't have enough determination, you can definitely take these steps to improve your grit, hard work, determination. So you can stay focused on the future. Let the past guide you, but never let it consume you, never. The mistakes of yesterday should definitely be lessons, but not reasons for your despair. Believe in yourself, because you're in control of your life. Even in the most difficult moments, you get to decide what to do. 
believe in your ability to reach your goals and celebrate others because jealousy of other success will just slow you down. Instead of resenting what others are achieving, see it as something to celebrate. I mean, every time someone reaches their goal, it's proof that goals are reachable. You can achieve yours as well. You gotta stay focused and stay positive though. And have similar goals within your larger goal. So keep yourself going. Give yourself milestones. You know, in a lot of ways, reaching a big goal is like running a marathon. You can focus on 26 and a half miles and do it all at once, but it's better to focus on one mile at a time. Be grateful. Take time to recognize what you do have instead of obsessing about what you don't. It will help you stay grounded, level-headed, humble, and it'll definitely keep you thinking about the positive stuff. So where can determination take you? If you're thinking about advancing or even changing your career, determination can improve your chances of reaching your goal. And you can begin your march forward by using your determination to earn a degree or anything else you want to do. See, one thing that I never really had was determination. I always used to kind of, you know, just be like, eh, you know, whatever. But then one day, I said, you know what? I'm determined to be the best I can be. And I got out there and I was just determined to do things and I just got right to them, which also goes into procrastination as well. But we're talking about determination. So determination, it really, it really helps you. If you're not determined to get to wherever you wanna go, no matter what it is, you're never gonna get there because you have to have that willpower to wanna push you're gonna get knocked down. You're gonna get pushed back. It's up to you to get up. It's up to you to keep going. If you're not determined to do it, no one else is gonna do it for you. You can't walk and live on life with a crutch, unless you're injured. <laughs> but you guys can't live your life having everyone do things for you. You have to have the determination to go get it. You have to have the mindset saying, I can, I will. And I promise you, I promise you, you're gonna get somewhere in life. If you wanna get somewhere in life, you have to be determined to do it. If you wanna do something big in life, you have to be determined to do it. If you wanna buy a house, if you wanna rent an apartment, if you wanna get a car, if you wanna do this, if you wanna do that, if you're not determined to get that, you're not gonna get it. Someone else is gonna get it. You can't be mad if so-and-so did this and you wanted to do it first, but you weren't determined to go get that goal. And once again, just like we were just talking about the topic before, you procrastinated to go get it. Determination eliminates procrastination because if you're determined, then you will never be procrastinating anyways. I hope that makes sense to you guys. On to the next topic, we're gonna to be talking about isolation and knowing that sometimes it's okay to isolate yourself from certain people or certain things in order for you to become a better person or reach your goals. Let's get into that. The first thing you wanna do before spending time in isolation is to recognize that alone time isn't always lonely. Sometimes, society can discourage people from spending time in solitude and becoming free of that toxic mentality is important, especially if you are about to go through or are currently going through an alcohol or drug detox treatment kind of isolation. There are many benefits to periods of self-isolation. These include self-reflection, improved relaxation, and an increased ability to focus. These benefits are extremely helpful if you are trying to reduce stress, focus on an important project, or going through a period where you want to think about things on your own. 
Although spending time alone has many benefits, these benefits work out best when you have some activities or goals that you wish to accomplish during this time of self-isolation. These could include things like going for hikes, enjoying your favorite meals, enjoying your favorite movies, taking this opportunity to get fit and exercise, taking up a new hobby or picking up an old one, meditating or practicing yoga, get into journalism or writing. These are only a few things you can do. You can fill your alone time with anything that you want. The main goal is to enjoy yourself and relax. Having a daily routine is important, especially for those that may be trying to get into a sober living home. This is because boredom can be a huge addiction trigger that could potentially cause a relapse in many recovering addicts from drugs to even being around toxic people. Therefore, creating a daily routine can prevent a lot of pain and hardship. An ideal daily routine should include a healthy lifestyle, enjoyable activities, and hobbies that include short and long-term goals. I have been self-isolating for quite some time, and I tell you something, it feels great. In the beginning, I'm not gonna lie, I felt like I was alone. I felt so lonely and I just wanted to be around people. But I buckled in, I dug down deep, and I learned that isolation can be one of the most therapeutic and best things for you. And now, since I've been isolating for so long, I'm ready to step back out and be around people and I feel better because while I was self-isolating, I found inner peace within myself. And that's something that I talked about in my last podcast as well. So now I feel so much better knowing that I'm okay with myself, I'm happy with myself because I isolated myself from all the people I used to be around. And I used to always wanna be around everybody. I used to always be around the crowd. And now I'm kind of like a lone wolf. And I love that feeling because when I do get around my friends and I do see my friends, you know, I feel better when I'm around because my opinions on things aren't based off of what everybody else thinks. I can freely speak for myself and be okay with knowing that I have different feelings or opinions than everyone else and not have to worry about what other people think because I took the time to self-isolate and I learned more things about my inner self. I hope that you guys can find inner peace. I hope that you guys can learn to self-isolate because then you can learn how to have determination and you can stop being a procrastinator as well. And those are my three topics for today. I want to take the time out to say that I started recording this episode Tuesday, May 17th. I was supposed to put it out that night. I was supposed to record an episode Wednesday the 18th and yesterday on the 19th. But May 18th was my dad's birthday. So birthday of the day is shout outs to my dad. Happy 61st birthday, pop. Love you, man. I know for a fact that you enjoyed your birthday because I was there with you, man. I'm glad we got to celebrate. I'm glad we got to enjoy each other's company, and I'm glad we had fun. Love you, man. Have a blessed one. Also, we're going to get into today in black history. So today is May 20th, and we're going to talk about what happened on May 20th in black history. Emancipation in the state of Florida was proclaimed by General Edward McCook in Tallahassee, Florida on May 20th, 1865. That was 11 days after the end of the Civil War and more than two years after the Emancipation Proclamation was issued by President Lincoln. Alright guys, that's all I have for today. 
Thank you for listening to the Ugly Sofa in the Basement podcast. Always remember, peace is love and love is peace. I love y'all. You've just sat down on the ugly sofa in the bridge.